Hello and welcome to the Academic Ale House. This is our fourth episode. Woo. <laughs> I'm your host, Clayton. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Ryan. Howdy. So, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, well, I have something called a Schinklera Smoke Beer from the town of Bamberg, Germany. Not Hamburg, but Bamberg. And to chase that, I have... Bam Bam. <laughs> I have an Einbecher Maybach, um, which comes out of, let me see here, um, Einbeck, Germany. So two very interesting German beers. Um, I'm having a sip of the smoke beer right now. It does, in fact, taste like smoke. I've never seen that here in the States. Um, this and- is the first beer he's made me try that I actually, like, didn't hurt, didn't blech in disgust. And I, I don't... I'm not a beer person. I will break you yet. <laughs> These are the finest beers in the world. Sponsor us, Germany. <laughs> not, not likely, given our, <laughs> given what we cover. Uh, what is it they say? The uh, the left in America would be the right in Germany, and the right would be under surveillance? Correct. And what are you drinking? All right, so me, being not the beer man, I decided to go a different route than our my usual angry orchard or... Smeared off. All right. I got Mike's Hard Lemonade, the you black will, cherry version. You will never survive winter with the lack of hair that's on your chest. <laughs> ugh. Just ugh. Are you saying you want me shirtless? I'm not, but I'm saying if there's ever a cold snap, since you don't drink anything that puts hair on your chest, you will die of hypothermia. That's what I'm saying. Anyway. All right. So. How are we doing this today for our three viewers? I say three for down from six last month. Week, whatever. It's been a long, yeah. it's been a long week. All right. So first things first. Yep. We're doing in the news. Okay. So How are we doing this? Of course, this week was, I think, mostly focused on two things. Uh-huh. Later in the week, but we'll cover the first thing first because mm-hmm. we did an episode on it last week. All right. I did a shot on it last week. Oh, boy. Just as an update, and uh-huh. that I think went out to most people today, but it's been on Anchor and Spotify for a while. Okay. So, oh. the most surprised person involving Jeffrey Epstein's suicide continues to be Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, hold on, let me just break out my tinfoil hat real quick. I'm ready. So, the coroner has officially come out and ruled his death a suicide. Of course. Despite the broken hyoid bone, despite the reports of sh- screaming in his cell, mm-hmm. the stars will the stars apparently very precisely aligned such that a string of coincidences occurred so Jeffrey Epstein could hang himself in the cell. Nobody else was there. Or I mean, really, come on. <laughs> <laughs> There's, oh there's so much coincidence here with who this man was and what he was connected to. Oh, and I mentioned this in the shot. Who cares if Clinton did it? Because that's the fun answer. But the real, like, people that definitely had the means, motive, and didn't ever want to be named by Jeffrey Epstein are the people that will never appear on a passenger manifest. That is true. The drug lords, the sex traffickers. Just like... True enough. I mean, the logistics of his pedo empire are probably still in place. Oh, yeah. Especially considering they raided his his island Monday. And then lost all the evidence Tuesday. Yep. Man, I wish I could be that incompetent and still, like, dress myself in the morning. Welcome to the U.S. government. They seem to be doing okay. How? How? <laughs> hey, this is an extremely important case. Don't lose this evidence. Where's the evidence? God damn it. We lost it. Like, the army, they have the, you know, the stereotypical private. Damn it, private dipstick. Right, right, you say private dipstick. Do not fuck that tank. And you come back five minutes later and the tank is pregnant. I thought that that was just a military thing, but apparently the rot has spread all the way through the highest levels of the U.S. government. <laughs> All right, so our second in the news, because we can't keep going on about Jeffrey Epstein. Lord I can. No. Lord knows. I can, you just won't let me. We shouldn't drink at the same time. It just creates dead air. But our second story is that Hong Kong 
I think when did this start? At the beginning of August or late July? Oh, I'd say late July. I think is when it. So late July, protests began in Hong Kong. Right. They have the Chinese government is not happy about this because the Chinese government is communist. They're no. not. So they're not super cool with freedom and freedom of thought and expression and such things. They're not. That's not what it says on this brochure. That's not what it says on this brochure that the communists down the road gave me. <laughs> Taiwan is the legitimate government of China. Let's be real. You hear a drone? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I think I hear a drone. <laughs> there will be a day when we say the wrong thing and that episode just never comes out. I'm ready. Like, mentally. Just definitely mentally. <laughs> Don't kill us, Hillary. <laughs> Alright, but for... But, so, they've paid... Basically, the Chinese government has paid off gangs to disrupt these protests, make them violent. And, and as far as I'm aware, which I haven't been studying, following this pretty closely, I think you have. Yeah. It's been largely peaceful protests. Largely. They're waving our flag, ironically. They're waving our flag, singing our national anthem. They they very clearly want to be free of the Chinese Communist government. And that, this will probably, depending on what happens next week, I think we'll, next week is going to be Hong Kong. But I pushed for what was this week. Which works for me, because, you know, he cares about you listeners. <laughs> I don't. Anyway, but yeah. So this is that's what happens in Hong Kong, and so long as these Hong Kong protests, I think, remain peaceful, well, the U.S. is most citizens of the U.S. are in full support of them, except the far lefties who believe in communism. Well, so you're saying that you know, as long as the protests stay peaceful, uh, and the Chinese government doesn't do anything, the U.S. will stay out because the U.S. would definitely get involved if the Chinese massacred a bunch of their own citizens, right? Probably not, given that we're in the middle of a, middle of a trade war. Well, there's that and, you know, our track record with the Chinese massacring their own citizens. Yeah. We're, we're 0 for 1 right now. Yeah. Because of the great nothing that happened at the Nowhere in 1989. Yep. And for our less versed listeners, the nothing being Tiananmen Square and the Nowhere being Tiananmen Square. It happened, China. Get over it. I swear I hear a drone. <laughs> anyway. All right. So that's what's in the news. Or at least the biggest stories in the news. Yeah, true. There's a couple of things involving Elizabeth Warren and others. Actually, I've got like one. Um, the British have released the Iranian oil tanker that they were holding. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Anyone who knows anything about me, I like ships. I keep up with the word on the streets, or the high seas, as it were. Uh, as of today, uh, they've released the Grace One Iranian oil tanker. Uh, we'll see if the Iranians reciprocate. Um, you know, Strait of Hormuz is a very interesting place right now. My money's on the Iranians not pushing their luck. They've been really quiet lately since we sent a big-ass aircraft carrier over there. Yeah. That happens a lot. I, I would be, too. I mean, have you seen our aircraft carriers? No. They're very impressive pieces of machinery. I, I won't bore everyone, but damn, Navy. <laughs> like, we are so far ahead of everybody. Everyone's like, oh, no, China has an aircraft carrier. We have something that we actually call super carriers. In they 10 fly. years, we're going to have the ones from the Avengers that fly. <laughs> Which, then again, if we have the technology to do that with a ship, why do we need carriers? Very true. No one ever answered that question from me, and Marvel won't get back to me. Mm. But if a carrier can fly, do you really need a carrier to fly? Aren't you just being redundant at that point? Eh. Just, you know, think about it. I mean, well, think about it this way. Why not giant floating battleships at that point? Why, well, if you're going to battle in the air, you're going to need small, like, well, if, if you can... Just one ship care, up there makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need, like, air destroyers. Like, at, at a point where you have an air submarine, everything's just, there's just chaos. I'm just saying, Marvel needs to write me back. By the way... If anyone wants to take that and make it a, like a book or a movie or something, please do. I'll like, read it. I, I'll I'd watch it. Right. I've got a whole section on ships. Please enlighten me. I'm just saying the logistics awesome. of a flying aircraft carrier bother me as someone who likes ships, mm -hmm. where they belong, in the ocean. <laughs> 
I've seen enough of how they bubble, t bubble gum and duct tape airplanes to be concerned about a flying ship. Imagine that thing doesn't work for like five minutes. Some fisherman off the coast of Russia is going to have a very weird day. He's either going to die, or he's going to have to explain to the Russian government that a carrier just fell out of the sky. Oh, Comrade Vladikov, you just expect us to believe that aircraft carrier fall from sky. Yes, Comrade. It has giant propellers on it. Off to Gulag. I don't think we have right. any Russian listeners, do we? I think we're okay there. No, I think we're isolated to the United States. Oh, good. So the Russians can't rig our podcast? Not yet. Okay, good. I would sell you all out to the Russians, just so you know. Be nice to the listeners. No. Alright, so our topic today, which was actually requested by an audience member. I we, will... we have an audience? Yes. I'll be damned. But it was requested by an audience member, so if you want us to cover something, you can message us on Facebook, leave it a comment on... Whatever links or posts we put on Facebook, we'll look at them. YouTube, Twitter, or seriously. I'm find, gonna... If you find us, leave us a recommendation because there's a pretty good chance we'll do it. Be careful, though. We do have that one pervert who keeps wanting us to cover him in nacho cheese. That's not what we mean. Ew. Right? And right, he, even so he won't do it. So, that should tell you something. So today, a subject which I pushed for, and a, after looking into it when I saw... Our audience recommendation is red flag laws. Oh, God. So if you don't know what red flag laws are, they are laws that allow oh, someone else, the police included, to request that your firearms be seized by the police for an indeterminate period of time regardless of any sort of crime you commit. Like, if, for example, if you're suicidal and or you believe... If, if someone else believes you pose significant harm to yourself or others, they can report you to the police or the court and ask them to seize any sort of firearm you hold. Hold on. So what's to stop an angry liberal, a pissed-off ex, or a vengeful neighbor? Some of those I've had from getting you attacked by the police for your guns. Uh, and how does that not result in some kind of Scarface scenario? Number one, absolutely nothing. Number two, it has. Oh, at good. least On at least one occasion that I found. So what about stuff online? Can you get in trouble for things you say online Probably. and get red flagged? So our friends in various Facebook posts that may or may not relate to the Boogaloo or alt-right meme sharing, or alt-left meme sharing. I mean, let's be honest, there's that socialist rifle club thing I've heard about. Um, yeah, it's a, th it's a thing. Really? It is. A bunch of Antifa types have got together, and they have collected weapons, and they're learning how to shoot and fight. Hmm. Right. Moral conflict on the Second Amendment front, isn't it? Hmm. But all those people could be theoretically regulated in a system similar to how Facebook regulates comments. Yes. By the same types of people. Yes. The same kind of people who look up your employer and call them because you said something mean on the internet are now going to have the ability to get your guns taken away. Yes. Only in 17 states, though. Most of the West Coast, I think I think Utah. Uh, Utah's Illinois, the worst. They got armed Mormons. Illinois and Iowa. Iowa. Oh, Iowa. Ohio and... Connecticut and a couple of other New okay. England states. Okay, Utah. And Hawaii. I want you to, oh, let's just go over you. Utah has villages of Mormons who are all related or banging, very keen to themselves, very true to their faith, very isolated. They send a SWAT team. That SWAT team will disappear, and strangely, no one in the village will have seen a thing. Yep. You couldn't pay me to enforce red flag laws in Mormon country because <laughs> they actually, did you know they actually prepare for the apocalypse? They do. It wouldn't shock me. They do. The Mormons actually have, have, like, a huge prepping thing. It's part of their faith. I actually have the Book of Mormon sitting over there behind you. I keep meaning to read through it. And they're not allowed to have coffee. Hmm. Weird thing that's also in the news this week. I'm all I behind. don't like coffee. They're not allowed to have coffee, though. Apparently it's against their health code. But that's not my point. As a people, while the biggest nuisance Mormons pose to literally anybody is knocking on your door, in Utah, it's a desert... And there's villages of people who hate you. 
Isn't that what we have Afghanistan for? <laughs> uh, yes. Why would we want a second Afghanistan? Utahistan? Mormonistan? I don't know. Does that work? I think that works. Either way, we already have a desert full of villages of people who are all related and hate us. Why Utah? That's racist. It's not racist. That's absolutely racist. How is that racist? More... I'm speaking about the Afghanistan people. They hate us! If they didn't hate us, they wouldn't still be trying to blow us up. That's not something you do to be passive-aggressive. Or, or is it? Most Mormons are passive-aggressive, though. I don't know enough to know if that's true. <laughs> My point is, blowing people I'm up not... is not something you do to be passive-aggressive. And if it is, wow. <laughs> are you mad? <laughs> no. No. But that was your Porsche. See, blowing someone up passes something from... happened to your Porsche. Yeah, that passes from passive-aggressive to just aggressive. See, you, you, you don't... You are active-aggressive. I am passive-aggressive. I will tell you right now, it's not... Oh, so, it's not... But that was your Porsche. It's, oh, something happened to your Porsche. Right, and then that's where aggressive-aggressive beats passive-aggressive as there's a beat-down <laughs> on the street with a broken muffler, like, ping, ping, ping. Alright, so back to the topic at hand. Let's reel that one in. The <laughs> fuck are these things? It, this is insane. Uh, I mean, George Washington's crying in his grave. Every federal, every forefather's crying in their grave. Except the mere mention of these things. These things have federal support. On, bo- on oh, both sides of the aisle. You don't the say. The federal on government. Both, on both sides of the aisle. Yeah, the federal government doesn't want a bunch of armed citizenry? Who I know, thunk? right? Who to thunk? More surprisingly, Dan Crenshaw, is that his name? I patch man. Dan Crenshaw? Yeah. Texas. A Texas House or Senate? I mm. think he's I think he's in the House now. Either way. Republican eye patch man who got elected because of his veteran stories came out in support of red flag laws. Much to the shock of most of the state who wasn't quite sure what to do. I mean, these things basically tell the Second Amendment, yeah, you can go fuck yourself. Basically. But then you start going down the list of amendments that deal with illegal search and seizure. Fourth. Or criminal. Well, criminal fourth. Case, criminal cases, that's the fifth. Mm. Uh, speedy trial. Not well, there yet. Like, it pretty much just rapes the whole Constitution. It rapes the, like, five of the ten... Bill of Rights. Amendments in the Bill of Rights. It does. It like, does. It basically says, oh, you can be, basically, you can, your firearms it's, can be seized. Yep. Fourth. You can, your firearms can be seized by the government. Fourth and second. And second. You're basically charged with the crime of wrong think. First. First and fifth. First and, eh, first. Fifth is the right to remain silent. That's a Miranda right. It's also the Fifth Amendment. Try me. That's fair. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway, like, it, it just shits all over the Constitution because it's basically anybody can say, oh, this person is a concern to me, mm-hmm. and therefore you should take their guns away. And they do. And they do. And 90% of the time, in every state, in every state, the guns are either never given back, or they're the destroyed. go down in a blaze of glory. It, uh, that was only one case I ran into. And it was accidental. Because the guy refused to give up his, fire, his gun. And so they and executed him. It was an accidental misfire, but it was uh-huh. in California, so... Uh-huh. Accidental misfire. Yeah, I accidentally shot him in the face three times. Yeah, who was it? Who was it that ar- committed arkansas and shot himself in the head multiple times? We're not on that anymore. You told me I couldn't go down that road. <laughs> I'm allowing it for this one because it's a good reference. Point being, I see the game you're playing. Point being that this just completely. Fuck off. (laughs) This completely circumvents the court system, the Constitution, the very foundation of our nation, and the president has come out in support. Yeah, that's... I agree with Trump on a lot. 
I stand by what Trump says very often. Eh. But this is the one. This is one thing I will never back down on. But you, is it shocking he got bump stocks banned, and not even through an act of Congress, but through a letter of the ATF, the faceless bureaucracy who decides how the Second Amendment works? How do fair. you? So how is this any different than his normal actions on guns? He's not expanded gun rights. He's res- restricted gun rights in ways that if Obama had tried, there would have been open conflict in the streets. Trump is not pro-gun. Trump has never been pro-gun. Any right we give up is not a right we're giving back. And yet he seems to cave to people who will never vote for him. It's true. So, is he a moron? I will say yes. Trump Trump is a moron. Especially on the Second Amendment. There are moments where Trump is a moron. There are moments when Trump is a genius. And all of his idiotic moments. It just depends entirely on what the issue at hand is. And if it's the Second Amendment, he just... Eats paste. It, the man's a lifelong Democrat until he knew he couldn't win against he couldn't win the primary against Hillary, so he switched sides. And he won. And everyone swears he's the Republican dream boy. Meanwhile, I would sure love to have a bump stock. I, I really wouldn't. But the point is, every right we give up is a right we never see again. Exactly. And these aren't even rights that are taken away through acts of Congress, but through the faceless shadowy ATF. And while we're circling on agencies that are completely impotent, let's talk about how the NRA is just laying down and letting this happen. Well, the funny thing is, the NRA funnels millions of dollars into New Jersey and southern New York just to prevent, just to stop changes in the gun laws there. Well, because those are states that the gun laws would be a lot less friendly if they were changed. Fair enough. But really, like, the idea that this has at any point passed through a Supreme Court, passed through a state Supreme Court and been upheld at all and hasn't gone to our Supreme Court yet, which I guarantee you, as the moment they pass federal regulations, federal gun, federal red flag laws, was that... That will never get past the Supreme Court. Never. And if it does? Then the American government and I will have a problem. Uh Uh-huh. But how many people who claim that them and the American government will have a problem are actually going to get off their ass and do operator shit? That's fair. And the shocking answer I have found is your three percenters, a large majority of your three percenters, um... Your militia groups, um, groups like this, I don't have anything wrong with them practicing their um, their rights and standing up to the government. But the problem is, is that most of them, much like myself, I'm no better, are not what you would call combat ready. They are soft, not very well trained, tend to be chubby, mm. if not obese. Um, these are not people who are going to be able to fight through a city. Um, and, 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 you know, I support the fact that they are aware of their rights and practicing their rights to be militias. But there is too many militia groups, and usually it's the most outspoken ones, that don't scare me at all. And, and they're the ones who seem to be more openly, oh, the government, we're going to rise off your rascals. <laughs> they, they don't scare me. And they don't scare the left either. They don't scare me, they don't scare the left. And I tend to be very nihilistic when it comes to civil conflict. There's three shelves behind you, all about the Civil War. Be sure to confirm to our viewers, lots of books about war. Yeah. I understand. Uh, Basically the entire center shelf of your How About how tall is that shelf? About eight feet? Probably. Yeah, all about war. I understand the fundamentals of war. And there's one thing I've noticed about people who survive wars. Unless they're in the Navy, they're fairly skinny. True story. What's wrong with the Navy? They don't really have to do a lot of running. That's fair. That being said, have you ever been on an old battleship or an aircraft carrier? No. I've had the privilege to assist on the USS Texas Museum ship and visit the USS Lexington down in Corpus Christi. And um, not a lot of headroom. You don't see a lot of fat sailors because let's be honest... You can't. <laughs> the, the portholes are small, and you can also can't have a six foot nine Captain, sailor. Captain, Captain, what is it? Jim's stuck again. He had to go down to the mess, sir. 
He is a mess. Get the machinist. <laughs> tell him to bring the oil. But the point being, even then, like your cooks in the Navy may be a chubby, but even the sailors in the Navy, they had to be scrawny. Especially the guys in like battleships. They had to crawl up into turrets and stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of people who are well-fed in the military. And a lot of these militia groups both left and right. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at you next, Antifa. I'm getting there. Very I'm sure well we'll fed. get there eventually. Oh, I'm I'm headed straight there, like just <laughs> like a like a train on a track. Antifa, very well fed. These threepers, very well fed. All of them Americans who watch war on CNN or Fox News or their respective echo chamber. They don't strike me now. If they decide to throw down in the street, my money's on the fat threepers just because they've been collecting ammo since '08. Probably. Just on, like, the Soviet war strategy alone, just waves of men and bullets. I, I gotta give my, my, my point to the to the right. But the left is just as bad. You've got these Antifa people who are, well, they look like me. Soft, academic, tend to wear masks, spray people, but they don't run very fast because how can you in all black with a sweater and pants and boots and a mask on? It's kind of hard to jog, <laughs> even if you're, like, fit. That would be rough, but especially if you're not fit. You ever notice that when Antifa attacks, it's not from like a mile away? No. There's no dramatic charge, really. There's no dramatic charge. They walk. They walk up to you, and then they don't. Of course, and recently in Portland, they did. They wore bananas. They, they what? They wore bananas. But that's for later. Okay. For My now. My point being that the people who claim that they're going to fight the government over red flag laws... Don't strike me as the kind of people who would win. I mean, that's fair. You've served. Sure. Should the should this pass on mm-hmm. a federal level, get past the Supreme Court, or through some sort of miracle? Sure, sure. Well, how does the military react to this? <laughs> how do most people in the military react to this? Let me tell you about something called the E4 Mafia. Now, for those who aren't familiar with the military rank structure, E1 through E9 are how you're ranked. E1 being the lowest rank, E9 being the highest enlisted rank. And there in the middle is the E4. Not quite high enough to be a non-commissioned officer, but not quite low enough to be a dumb private. The E4 Mafia prides itself on shamming work, disappearing when they're needed most, and generally fucking around. Now, don't ask. Now. If the government, for some crazy reason, were to order an attack on the American people, here's what would happen. Pieces of Humvees would go missing. Privates would be disorganized and, for some reason, wind up in Dallas when they were supposed to be in Pensacola. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wheels would fall off for no implantable reason. Vital equipment would go missing. And, and And those who didn't just outright desert. The E4 Mafia has a way of... Being convincing? Ruining everything. The people who were following the orders wouldn't be able to get so much as a meal delivered. Because, let's be honest, lower-ranking people are more afraid of E-4s than they are anything else because E-4s can make things happen. And I don't know about you, but I don't want the tuna MRE for the rest of my, my, my stint. Fair it's enough. sitting out in 100-degree weather for three days. I don't want it. I will sell out my officer for a tortellini and the Constitution. It'll happen. The point is, is that the people who don't outright defect will probably create some kind of chaos, loosening nuts on Humvee wheels and other stupid shit like that, to where most units would be in op. Now, say somehow 20% of our um, military is effective at com- committing these operations. That's great. Heard of Vietnam? A lot of the crazy old bastards down at the VA were there. Uh-huh. And they've got Make America Great Again stickers and AK-47s. If they feel betrayed by their government, I can't be 100% sure they're not going to teach everything they know to the fat threepers and create punji pits all over, like, Seattle and shit. I'm genuinely surprised they don't actually speak out and feel betrayed by their government anyway. That's because they're all busy either being drunk, high, or hiding in the woods with a machine gun nest. Dom vets really only went like one of four ways. Kind of sad. Fair really. enough. But they were betrayed by their government once before. So yeah. They're old hands at this point. But so, 
Okay. Let's say that 20% tries to commit combat operations. Now, any military strategic person will start in your areas that are a little less crazy. New York, Sacramento, Portland. I mean... Picture for a moment a military force lands in Houston, Texas. In an attempt to seize firearms from the citizenry. Right. Say somehow that goes away with 30% casualties and that's optimistic. Mm-hmm. Then they have to push out of the city. Now, you and I went to college in a little place called Huntsville, Texas. Just north of there, and pretty much the nearest civilization from there. You got Connor, you got the Woodlands, but let's say the Woodlands rolls over because they're all rich. About an hour. Yeah. About an hour away from Huntsville. You get through Conroe, that's working class. You take 5% losses. Let's say that. You get to Huntsville, surrounded by woods so thick you can't see through them, and the only way to pass through those woods is on narrow roads. Very true. All of these things are very, very true. Or if you just leave the hillbillies in the woods, you have to go up the only way to get between Houston and Dallas, which is I-45. Mm-hmm. The only way. Billy Bob knows that. Okay, say you don't. Let's say you take I-10 to San Antonio. Logistically, the military cannot enforce gun control. Even with 100% participation, which, let's be honest, even on missions we believe in, you get, like, maybe 85 damn E-4s. You're not going to get the kind of participation. And as soon as you start pushing it into areas with resistance, your troops are going to get slaughtered. And the thing is, is the kind of people shooting at these troops, not really going to be interested in taking prisoners. Nope. Because once you take away the rule of law, well, shit goes down. So my thing is, someone who was in the military and, you know, anyone else who was enlisted can throw their two cents in. But from what I know about the military, they're not going to turn on their people. And the small percentage of probably mostly officers who do high-ranking people who don't actually have to do anything who believe their careers on the line right 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 but and they don't they, they're not the they ones through this they're not the ones who go out on patrol most of your enlisted people come from texas california and new york tend to lean right tend to be white most of the military voted for trump take them out of the equation you're left with a very low effectiveness rating and even if you had enough combat troops to get that done somewhere's going to feel the pain logistics air support medical it takes a lot to run our military oh yeah you have a defection rate of let's optimistically say 50% 50% giving you 500 let's say 750,000 troops on a good day you won't get that many but on a good day 750,000 troops to pacify a nation a very large nation, by the way. A very hostile. A very large, nation. very hostile, very rural in some places nation. Like, right. We're to, like we're not talking like the Midwest. The major metropolitan areas are New York and that area, New York, New England, that whole area, the Rust Belt, and the West Coast, and then the Gulf of Texas. The Gulf of Texas, but that's like you have. It takes me, I think, an hour and a half to get to between two major metropolitan areas. Right. In in Texas. Unopposed. 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 Like, and there's like, what? Seven or eight small town, small rural towns that you have to pass through on I-10 mm-hmm. to get through. Mm-hmm. Over bridges, too. Mm-hmm. See my point? Yeah, I'm not ta- afraid of the military. Taking America to e- even to its own military and to and to any foreign power is a logistics nightmare. It is. Now let's t- pull a page from you. Remember that movie Chuck Norris made that was about the apocalypse? Mm-hmm. Or, no, it wasn't him. It was his son. Ah, uh, Nation on Fire. No. I forget what it's, it's the cheesiest damn thing I've ever seen. But it was wow. an interesting concept. Government paired with NATO troops to try to take. An area and some heroic Texans pushed them out because you know that went well in Texas. It really did. Went all the way to Tomball to go see that. <laughs> there were like three theaters in the whole state were playing it. It was it was bad. It was bad. But the concept was interesting. The government troops who were willing to fight, and the NATO troops like paired up. Again, taking into account who we are as a country. I wouldn't want to be a NATO troop here because you think it'd be bad with our troops who may may get some sympathy. Put some poor bastard from Turkey in in the middle of nowhere, Texas. Boom. Done. Because there are not a lot of enlightened people outside the metropolitan areas. You don't speak English. I don't care if it's German, French, even English English. 
like from you know the mother country. Yeah. You're not gonna do well in mm, let's see, I don't know Rockville, Texas, nowhere Texas, where Cletus is not happy to see you and your blue helmet makes a mighty fine target. Oh yeah, he can hit a deer at 200 yards was... and he can hit you at 300. <laughs> Being foreign is not a thing I would want to be. Being in a military unit doing unethical things is not something I would ever do anyway. But to be foreign. Mm-hmm. You think partisans have POW camps? I wouldn't go with no. I don't. And most people have heard about the French resistance. Mm-hmm. And how they like to string piano wire across areas to hit German motorcycle troops. Most people... In this area, we're in San Antonio, of course. This is military city. All those troops that defected are gonna go somewhere. Yep. Everyone who goes through basic now gets taught how IEDs work. I still remember how IEDs work, and that was, oh God, longer than I care to admit. Mm-hmm. But I still remember how they work, how to spot them, and how to you know make them. Because you can't kind of teach people how to spot them and how to avoid them unless you teach them how they work. So that training gets publicized, and now you have Afghanistan 2.0. I mean, it's already fairly public, anyway. You just get watched if you... Say they cut the internet. You still have lots of people who can go, oh, let me show you how to make Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me show you how to make secondaries. Oh, (laughs) let me show you how to wire this car up and make it drive itself into a building, Timothy McVeigh. Yeah. Oh, that got us on a watch list. Now I'm for sure I hear it wrong. Yeah. But I mean, my, my point we weren't being, already on a watch list. Oh yeah, the point being is that you could raid your public library for an hour and a half, and figure out how to wage an effective guerrilla war mm-hmm. with an hour and a half and the ability to read. Now I have the added advantage of I actually studied the Viet Cong extensively in college for a class I was taking. Everyone else did the American perspective of the war. My dumbass did the Vietnamese perspective of the war. I learned how the North Vietnamese ate, how they traveled, how they fought, their philosophy for attacking American troops. I have actually one of the books from that class back there because it was that good on how they knew that if they launch an attack on American troops, the goal is to get as close as possible. Do you know why? Because you limit effective range. No. What do American troops love to do? Hide. No. What's our favorite way to deal with a particularly stubborn enemy? Do you know? Blow it the fuck up. How? Well, if we're talking Vietnam, it even, involved even copious now. amounts of fire. But even, nowadays, even he's an airstrike. Uh-huh. Limit so if air- I'm waiting until I'm absolutely as close as I can get to you, what can you not do? Limit air support. And so artillery you, support. So you limit air support and artillery support, effectively cutting two-thirds of, of your military, the military's strength... Which leaves them ground troop, which leaves them infantry, who only, have a, who only have a limited amount of ammo, presumably. He's surrounded and continually picked off one by one by in innumerable, number, innumerable number of traps and secret devices because you know the terrain better than anybody else. Right. Now, that's not to say the Vietnamese really won that war. Tactically, they could have won, but they lost a lot more people than we did. But the point is that strategy worked. Oh, yeah. Uh, there were still troops who called in airstrikes on themselves because fuck you. But again, people with that kind of moxie, are they going to be fighting for the confiscationist government? No. Maybe like six. I don't know why, but let's give them like six of those. My point being is that you cannot enforce red flag gun laws effectively and expect the compliance of the American people. Yeah. But that being said, people not complying doesn't equate with people opening or. Resisting openly. So let's talk about who wants these gun laws passed. Because you got to rant last week. This is my turn. By all means, sir. All right. So hold on to your seats because this is not going to be fun for most of you. (laughs) Listen, if little Jimmy dies in a mass shooting, that you need to take into... Like, that's how most of this shit gets passed. Sure. The media and the politicians treat mass shootings as if they happen every single day, as if they're just frequent events. Meanwhile, in in places like Chicago and L.A., people die every single day just from small arms violence. And they treat mass shootings as if they are, are somehow relevant. 
They're not. And I'll tell you why they're not. Because they're isolated incidents. But the politicians who want to take away your rights will use them and will pander to the Tipper Gore boomer moms who are scared for their children, who will scream and shout out at the fad of the day. In the eight in the seventies it was rock music. In the eighties it was D and D and video it was D and D and rock music again, actually. In the nineties it was video games. In the early two thousands it was still video games. Shit, I do all of those things. I know, right? I don't feel safe. Uh oh, red flag. Red flag So what you have is people who grow up who grew up up raised on who you have middle class suburban white moms and dads who can't see beyond oh there was a mass shooting at a school well my children aren't safe i need the government needs to regulate some the government needs to do something instead of seeing short-sightedness of the masses instead of saying this was an isolated incident tragic absolutely i'm not saying that mass shootings aren't awful but I'm saying we should not dictate legislation on the emotions or the idea of think of the children. Because if you agree with this idea that the government can legislate safety, you are a tyrant. You believe in authoritarianism inherently. You may not think you're believing in authoritarianism, but you inevitably support it. Because if you believe the government can in any ways legislate safety... You're wrong. Because the government doesn't... Because once you give the government the idea that it can legislate your safety, you no longer have rights. It sucks. Trust me. I wish mass shootings didn't happen. I wish 500 to 600 young black men didn't die in Chicago over this weekend. No shit. But, at the same time... I'm not going to say, well then, let's take away the young black men's guns because that's going to make everything better. You good? I'm keep, I'm gonna, give me a second. This message brought to you by Mike's Hard Lemonade. Continue. <clears throat> Look, authoritarian governments are bad but they are arguably provided they don't harm their own citizenry I mean look at China they get shit done but the people in China live in constant fear like I was listen, I was watching uh, YouTube today because that's how I spend my day judge true. me if you will it's true I was watching YouTube today and a guy mentioned that he would, used to be on uh, like chat forums and he'd talk to people in mainland China and any mention of like democracy revolu- revolution and, or even Tiananmen Square which we mentioned earlier they'd freak because they'd get in trouble by their own government because their government legislates their safety they have no rights, they have no freedoms they can't peaceably assemble because if you peaceably ass- because if you peaceably assemble well, you might get shot, or you might plan to shoot something, someone. Like the idea that legislation of safety, of how uh, the idea of involving government in, in anything regarding safety of its of the citizenry is ludicrous to me. It is probably one of the most radical opinions I have. The government does should not be allowed to regulate safety. It should not be allowed to legislate safety. And the people who support the legislation of safety, that, and that's what the red flag laws are. This is legislation of the public's safety. And most of these things aren't even reported by family members or private citizens. They're reported by the police. So you're essentially, by supporting red flag laws, essentially saying, I agree to live in a state where the police can at any time, for any reason, I offended an officer, that officer can go report me to a judge, have my firearms, have my house searched, and have my firearms seized for no reason. 
other than I offended them. This is insane. It is insane legislature. The fact that it passed at all in any state in the United States it is disturbing to me. You good? Yes, I'm good. All right. This is why I kind of wanted to do this as a shot because this would have been like the entire shot. Eh, We're barely a, hitting an hour now. On a scale of one to Rush Limbaugh, I'd say that was somewhere in the middle. That man still scares me. Never underestimate my ability to rant about a subject, though. I, I, I don't. I don't. Damn, that was some Rush Limbaugh shit. I wonder when we're going to get a cease and desist for all these companies we keep mentioning. <laughs> Walmart! The moment you know, I'll publish... <laughs> the moment we do, I'll read the email off on this po- on the podcast. <laughs> I will be so happy. I will too. Because that, be that means they're listening. Oh yeah. See, the good thing about being small time is that we can literally say whatever, whatever we want, want. And, 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 and nobody is listening. Like, oh, yeah. For example, this podcast brought to you by the German government. Woo! Angela Merkel supports Academic Alehouse. Yes, she does. <laughs> Hold on. Do you hear buzzing? For, for, all she, for all she knows, for all she's no, she knows, really, let's be real here, Angela Merkel is not long for this world. That's very true. I used to like, you know, I used to support her. Really? High school. Hmm. Yeah, when I was still very supportive of everything German instead of just I used the to believe I was a feminist in high school. Let's be real here. Then I woke up. <coughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I that... blew his mind, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, you just did that while I was swallowing. <laughs> uh, wasn't ready for that one. You a feminist. <sighs> How did that work out? I was on Tumblr a lot. I bet you were. I mean, actually, that's not true. I wasn't on Tumblr. I was on iFunny under the Tumblr search. Uh-huh. Hold on, hold and on. There's, this, is, there's... this is my gavel. Do you know what's going to happen with this? <laughs> You've been judged. <laughs> judged. You better be careful. We're going to do a whole section where I judge people, and I will buy a powdered wig. <laughs> it's going to happen. So, on that day... Do I get to post a picture of you in the powdered wig? No, because right YouTube now my thumbnail. face is an enigma. That might be as much as is my political views. Nobody yeah. knows what fucking side I'm on yet, and you never will. Well, they know what side I'm on. No, you're very subtle. <laughs> Keep it together, buddy. <laughs> Can't. <laughs> I ranted. I was angry. Now I just. Now I'm just laughing. <laughs> Yeah, now you're in your post-coital giggle. Alright, so I think the last thing on that whiteboard over there is should these things get federal support at all? I say no, but the fact that our that both sides have proposed legislation, like the people like Lindsey Graham and Marco Rubio have proposed... We failed as presidential candidates, but please allow us to keep fucking your lives up. Do keep that in mind. Like, most people don't know what their senators and congressmen vote for or support. No, because let's be honest, the mass majority of the population are mouth breathers. There's also the vast majority of the population that works for a living. No, 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 no. Let me me show you some examples. Anyone who's ever worked retail, customer service, generally with the public... Hello. Yes, knows... For an example, I once worked at a car dealership. There were four lanes in this car dealership for cars coming in to get fixed. You know how you take to get oil changes and yada, yada, yada? Yeah. Four lanes. Two of the lanes had cars facing out towards the street, and two of the lanes had cars facing in towards the service bay. And unmistakably, (laughs) every day, at least one an hour... Without fail. Without fail, would come in and park in front of the cars facing out. I saw this so often, and they would get out, and they'd be like, hi, and you're just like, what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? And it's not like a big deal. We'd get their keys, we'd move the car, but who pulls into a place and goes, huh, got four choices here, two cars facing in the direction I'm facing, and two cars facing the opposite direction I'm facing. Well, 
Gonna have to go with the opposite way. They won't see that coming. And we did. The sad part is, we just they pull in and I just look at them. And I know they could feel my judgy little gavel. Judging. <laughs> my point is, the vast majority of people, one, aren't listening to this podcast. That's but two, true. do not Share actually, this podcast. Yeah, yeah right. Do By not the w- actually take the time to think for themselves. There is a, popula- a percentage of the population who believes the media is credible. That things a very so- small percentage nowadays. Granted, but they, they still believe that the things the magic man on the magic box have to say are credible. Um, and, and that just, they don't think. They don't say, why is this this way? Someone tells them, Donald Trump is a racist, and they believe it. Someone tells them, Chick-fil-A hates the gays, and they believe it. I still support Chick-fil-A. Are you one of the gays? I don't know. Am I? I'm looking at your mics. I'm looking at you. I got no comment on that. If so, I'm the gothiest gay you've ever met. That is true, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Gay doesn't matter. That's true. I'm no longer part of the victim hierarchy. Not even. I don't even get. I don't even get points anymore. Not even that. It's just that you being gay or not gay doesn't affect the. The, the podcast are we not going to discuss gay marriage that was like what 2000 2015 that's a 2015 issue like we're, yep. we're past the gays can get married and I'm pretty sure that was that was pretty much the final frontier wasn't it I mean now there's transgender bathrooms but that deserves its own shot or its own episode you're not a transgender though you're a gay I'm not the Fair. same thing a watch. We're going to get a riot from Austin coming down 35 for that comment. I don't know. I, I tend to offend that community greatly because I don't understand the, the collective mindset. As far as I'm concerned, you're not ants. I agree. But, you know, you're of the minority. Other than being, you know, white and male, you're of the minority. I'm not white. You're right. This man is actually from Samoa. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even last a second with that one, could you? <laughs> I'm just picturing my face on the rock's body. You <laughs> I'm gonna mock that up. Your face on the rock's body. It's, it's, oh, that'd be great. It's great. <laughs> lucky for you, I don't know. We'll make it the thumbnail for our Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! What have I done? Fine, but you get to wear that helmet. For those that can't see what I'm pointing <clears throat> to, it's a World War One Kaiser helmet. <coughs> oh, that that's going to get us all the wrong attention. Will it? Yes. Is it our fault that most of the left can't tell the difference between World War One and World War Two Germany? <sighs> no. No, it's not. Fact, it's our education system's fault. It really is. That, look forward to that one. Oh yeah, we're going to have a guest speaker for the education system who asked to remain anonymous so that they don't get fired from their cushy position in the education system. Um, but judging by the fact that, um, you know, most people don't know the difference between Germany when it had a king and Germany when it had a Hitler, um, well, you know, if that's you, write us for education. If you don't choose to write us for education... You deserve everything I do to you. Moving on past the Germans, which I could talk about for a long time. And if I did shots, I would cover Germany. But I don't do shots because I genuinely don't want to have a one-on-one with these people. It's not a one-on-one. It's you ranting into a microphone for five minutes. I prefer ranting in the bathroom while I rethink my life choices. Like a man. (laughs) So do I, honestly. Is that where the shots happen, my friend? No. Listen for the sounds. The toilet archy. All right. All right. So, so red flag laws, unconstitutional, absolutely. unbelievable, absolutely, genuinely communist or fascist. I mean, two uh, two sides radical, of the same. Tyrannical at the very least. Well, what kind of fascism and communism isn't tyrannical? Is there a fascism or communism anywhere that's not tyrannical? Well, I think there's there's a difference between being tyrannical and being tyrannical through a different through a specific ideology. How tyranny is tyranny? Tyranny is tyranny when but, you're at the bottom of the rung, which most of the people listening and but you I and don't, I are. But here's the thing: red flag outs. How many of those have you had? Four. Wow. 
Would you like to listen to some disco and get some glitter? You sparkly bastard. Throwing things at me will not change the fact that you are letting four Mike's Hard Lemonades make you tipsy. You are so basic, mayonnaise is spicy to you. Mayonnaise is spicy. I cannot pass you off as a Samoan this way. Uh, Alright. We should never be allowed in an airport, but if we do, that'll be the time we do a show. You should hear my commentary to the TSA. Oh, God. Alright. <laughs> so, you were saying... I don't know anymore. I got off track by the fact that you can't say red flag law. There the we subject go. of red, today's talk. So, so, red flag... I don't remember what I was saying either. Fuck. Four. You had Four. <laughs> I am having alcohol that is stronger than your constitution, and you had four mics, and you can't keep your shit together. Uh, Jesus, Tyrone. Could you imagine what I'll be like under liquor? Well, if you would keep quit forgetting to go to the liquor store until Sunday, maybe we would know. We live in Texas. You can't get liquor on a Sunday, and you're not touching mine. You don't have any liquor. Oh, wait. Yes, you do. I found your liquor. Damn it. It wasn't any good, though. You don't even know what it was. Because I don't even know what it was. There's some, like, crown somewhere downstairs. No. No, no, no it's not crown. It's, like, it's some sort of whiskey. No, it's not. This is a tequila household. I wonder if they can hear that. I feel like they can hear that. Probably. You should probably stop doing that. What? Killing our headphone users. That's why viewership's down from three to two. We've we've ripped headphone users each time we've done this podcast. And yet, you wonder why they don't keep coming back. This is not your relationship <sighs> with your cat, Clayton. I don't have a cat. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Processing. Processing. <laughs> I don't I don't have a cat anymore. No, I've never had a cat because you were so abusive. No. I've never had a cat because people in my family are allergic to cats. A likely story. Uh-huh. Anyway, circling back to whatever the fuck we were talking about this week, it was certainly outrageous and definitely controversial. Red flag laws. Right. Yes. And unconstitutional. We'll throw that oh, on yeah. Top of it. Big time. The fact that this has bipartisan support disgusts me. Now, I'm all for the parties <laughs> collapsing and forming independent free-thinking uh, coalitions, but I mean, given to- given a little bit more time, the Republicans are basically going to become become libertarian, except for the ones supporting red flag laws. Yeah, I mean, but who could say no to something Lindsey Graham supports? That man <laughs> carries a lot of clout in Washington. Lindsey Graham, that's a man you need to be afraid of. Where is he from again? South Carolina. Oh, Jesus. How did South Carolina produce arguably the wimpiest looking congressman ever? Civil War. Killed all the good ones. That's absolutely fair. They did start it. They started the Civil War and then they gave us Lindsey Graham. South Carolina, pick a gear. Nah. Boogaloo or Lindsey Graham? We can't. Nah. We can't pick both of these. Just say, you can't go from starting this award to Lindsey Graham. They were, in fact, the absolute mad lads that did start this award. They, so. they were, and now they gave us Lindsey Graham. In fairness, Lindsey Graham had an outstanding showing at the Kavanaugh trials. Mm. But I don't think that momentum's going to last very long once this becomes public. You mean like Ipatch Crenshaw, who has still stunned his base so much that they don't know whether to rebel or be confused? Very much so. Oh. I did like Crenshaw. He was pretty good. He was good. Until he wasn't. Until he wasn't. I feel like that's most politicians, though. They I, were they were good. Until they weren't. So for, like, what, 30 minutes? Like, what happens? They step in D.C., they get a shot in the ass, and then there's poisons in there? Like, what, hell, what the hell happens to them? I don't know. We have to enter politics to find out. Never. I will always be an honest citizen. <laughs> Besides, can you just, for 30 seconds, picture me? Madam Speaker, I would just like to point out that you fucking suck. I'd get removed from Congress every session. Do you think I wouldn't? 
I don't think you're as outspoken as me. You That's would fair. you would speak up after, but that would only be after like nine security guards are taking me out because for some reason I snuck Bear Maze past security. <laughs> you know what? If ever one day we're both in Congress and you sneak Bear Maze past security, I'll stand up and clap for you. You say that, but I'll be too busy getting pounced by like nine Capitol officers. <laughs> Well, this week has certainly been interesting. I don't think we stayed on topic very well, but I think we got enough info. But I think with my rant and then our, our little argumentation, we've got enough. Well, let's be honest. The news cycle's been pretty soft this week. Everyone's still, like, half the people are talking about Epstein. The other half are talking about red flag laws. But I think, like, school started again, so everybody's actually got shit to do. Yeah. Everything's finally calmed down. We we'll say wait. that. But what do you think it's going to be next? Ah. Uh, I don't want to predict. If something goes down this week in Hong Kong, though, that'll be... Maybe. But, uh, I don't know. I don't think the Chinese government has the balls. You heard me, Chinese government. No balls! Let's... Let's not provoke the Chinese government, all things considered. Why? I'm not afraid of them. Correct, but slaughtering thousands of innocent civilians just because you taunted the Chinese government doesn't seem like something that would weigh very lightly on your shoulders. Actually, I was voted most likely to do that exact thing in my high school yearbook. Mm-hmm. Specifically. Very, very progressive high school. Very forward thinking. Alright. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a category. Most likely to provoke the Chinese government. This guy. Alright. I'm very tired after my four drinks and a rant, so. Yeah, I mean, and that's literally all he's done today. Yeah. I have to take care of your pets. Shut up. We were home all day. Uh huh. You let them outside. <laughs> Was that exhausting for you? Yes! Because I live in such a large mansion. Yes! That getting to the back door was It taxing. was a pain! Did you fall down the stairs? Yes! Did, did you drink Mike's before you fell down the stairs? No. So you're just a dumbass? Yes. I can accept this. Blink? Blink? <laughs> Most people will not, but I can accept the fact that I'm dumb. Why do they listen to us? We're funny. Let's let the audience decide. We're funny and insightful. Yeah, leave us a comment on whether you think we are funny or insightful. If you've made it to this point, you're already invested. Let us know what you think. <laughs> um, we have covered red flag laws, which was a request from our audience. If you would like us to cover something, except for you, Nacho Cheese Guy, um, if you'd like us to cover something... Uh, Shoot us a message. We have like 72 different platforms, none of which I pay attention to. But my man Clayton here does. It's true. If you'd like us to cover it, post it in the comments or the feed or the thread or whatever it is the damn kids are doing these days. And seriously, the in the the news thing is probably going to become a more permanent segment. So if you've got interesting headlines or, or events that you want us to talk about or comment on, just send it to us. Literally just... Tag it, tag the page to us, or send us the link to the article. Florida man articles <laughs> are encouraged. Oh yeah, that something to do. I think for like our fiftieth or hundredth episode, we're gonna just sit here or go through the Florida man subreddit, just pick whatever we want off there, and just read through the articles of Florida man. You've actually given me something to look forward to. I guess I won't swallow cyanide pills tonight. By the way, uh. just as encouragement to get us to. Who a hundred consistent viewers a week? I cha- if we get a hundred consistent views a week, I will figure out how to, and me and Ryan will live stream the twenty twenty presidential election. Oh God! You agreed to this. Was I drunk? No. I don't believe you. You were stone cold sober. Well, that's the problem. That's the problem. Don't ever believe sober me. That guy's an asshole. You're an asshole now. Yeah, but he's a self-righteous asshole. But anyway, yeah, I'll figure out how to do it. We'll live stream the election and we'll do it the whole time. Or at least probably the last, like... Fine, but I'm not hours. letting you talk me into tequila shots again. This bastard. Hey, every state Donald Trump carries, take a tequila shot. I, I almost mean, died. <laughs> I think we'll both almost die. I almost died. 
oh, we'll take two for every swing state. I can definitely say out of everyone else in America, I legitimately almost died because of Donald Trump's election. Granted, it was self-imposed, but still, I've got more of a case than most leftists. Very true. And yet, I still listen to the man. But just every time I smell tequila now, <laughs> I get a little woozy. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's the plan. If y'all can get us to 100 viewers, we'll definitely do that. And we'll figure out how to do it. I can't guarantee that it will be Is this a video good. thing? Or... Uh, Streamlabs will let us do it from Discord. Okay, so does that mean we have to like show our faces? No. I don't want the world to have to see yours. Mean. But no, we can do it... Com we can do it from Discord. I've seen it done. So we can ju basically just enter a Discord call on our own. <clears throat> we might have some friends or whoever join us. And just... We'll talk the whole time about the election. Joy. We'll just cycle through news networks on the election. I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> you do understand that fundamentally... This is everything I despise. Yes. Our viewers, CNN. Don't despise our viewers. They'll give you money at some point. No, they won't. They're cheap and broke just like me. I'm on to you. My point is, mainstream media not being able to be filtered. <laughs> oh, God. Not being filtered, the mainstream media, and no editing. Which means you can't, you know, comment... Or thread out my <clears throat> lewd remarks. What makes you think I edit these in the first place? The fact that we haven't been visited by Mossad, the Anti-Defamation League, or the Southern Poverty Law Center. We're not that big yet. Yet. Like I said, we can say whatever we want. This message brought to you by Ivanka Trump for president. Good lord. You're just, you're just taking shots at both sides now, but this is an this is an outro, so let's let's out. Let, let's do that. Let's do that. All right, uh, I I'd, like to, I'd like to say that this outro is brought to you by the Elizabeth Warren campaign. <laughs> Alright. I hope you all enjoyed this edition of the Academic Ale House. Uh, tune in next week when we cover something we decide. Oh, God, not again. I don't know if I'll do a shot this week, so just keep your eyes open. I released, I boosted two shots on Twitter and Facebook today, but those were recorded, I think, two days ago. So just keep your eyes open on Spotify or Anchor, or if you're on there. The shot's brought to you by the Bernie Sanders campaign. Thank you so much for listening and putting up with him. And my ranting. I hope you all have a great night. Eat. Good evening. <laughs>